money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. Who wants to know what's going on in the market right now? Yes, it is um, an interesting is uh, a lazy adjective, but it is an interesting time in the marketplace right now uh, in, 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 in every market, right? So I was listening, um, uh, Wells Fargo has a private banking, uh, group and I was listening to one of their updates recently and basic, so they, so they brought in people on, you know, in the, in the growth stocks, they brought in people in the foreign stocks, they brought in people in the, um, commodities, they brought in people in, uh, uh, currencies, uh, treasuries, uh, uh, I mean, they brought in all of their different experts. Okay. And at the conclusion of it, they basically said there is no safe haven right now because you guys have that knowledge. So every uh, week we get together, we share what's happening in the marketplace and, and, and do a market update. So I will tell you, uh, today's market update is going to be a little bit of a hybrid market update. So what that means is uh, I'm uh, for uh, uh, four of the slides, I'm going to show you the data for August, but one of the slides, I'm going to show you the data for September. So... Typically, the, all of the MLSs close um, around the 15th or so of the month, give or take. Uh, but so far this month, uh, where we are in the month, we only have one of the MLSs reporting. And lucky for you guys, it is the Dallas-Fort Worth MLS. So uh, what I'll do as part of the market update tonight is I'm going to give you the overview for how Texas did. So this is the August market update for Texas. Uh, it's going to be pretty similar to where we will hit in uh, September, uh, but the average sales price for all of Texas was up 10% last last month, 417,000. Um, closed sales last month were down. They were down 12.4% versus where they were the same time last year. So we're kind of getting into that range of where we were in that 2019 uh, kind of volume territory, which was 2019 was a record breaker. So it was 2018, so it was 2017, so it was 2016, 2015. But we're not going to be in the 2021 record breaking territory for 2022. Uh, but if you have some perspective, you'll know that it's still doing incredibly well. Uh, uh, let's see here what else I want to highlight. Uh, months of inventory is growing. Uh, months of inventory. How many of you guys are familiar with this concept and understand what months of inventory means? Okay, a couple of you guys. How many of you guys are familiar with the concept of uh, days on market? Most people get days on market better than they get months of inventory just because that's what they've seen uh, over the, the years, right? So months of inventory, I'll explain that, is basically if we stopped listing houses today, if we stopped listing houses today, based on the buyer demand that we've had over the last 12 months, it would be this amount of time before we are completely out of an inventory of homes for sale. You understand that? So if we stop listing houses today based on the demand we've had over the last 12 months, in exactly 2.6 months, we'd be completely out of an inventory of homes for sale. I want to give you guys some perspective. So that's more than, that's about double where we were the same time last year. But just to give you perspective, our 40 year average in the state of Texas is around six, a six month supply of inventory, meaning that over the last 40 years, we would stop listing houses. It would be six months before we would be completely out of supply of inventory. 
Uh, now, um, I want to further kind of develop this, this, um, uh, this concept. Um, months of inventory can, can be skewed. So when the market is slowing down, months of inventory skews lower than what it actually is. Do you understand that? Because over the last three, four months, what have we seen with, with sales? They've gone down. So the reason why months of inventory, uh, the way that the MLS is calculates it goes back 12 months is because it wants to count for the distribution curve that is common in the, sa in the sale of homes, right? But in a typical, in a market that's going down and going uh, in terms of sales, uh, reduction in sales is rapid. You really only want to go back about three months to look at your months of inventory. So even though this says 2.6 months, if sales were to stay at the same pace, which is down somewhere between 10 to 15% versus where we were last year, that months of inventory number would actually be much higher. Now, it would still be nowhere near that six months of inventory mark, uh, but it would be much closer to that than what we're seeing it is right now. Is that, is that, is that an okay explanation? Do you guys follow that? Okay, good. Uh, so I do want to be uh, clear on that because sometimes that can be deceptive. On, on the flip side of that, when sales are starting to go up dramatically, right, months of inventory might look higher than it actually is. Uh, so, but right now we're on the part of the sales cycle where uh, sales are going, uh, slowing down rapidly. For the Houston market, uh, average sales price up 9% versus where we were last year with the sales price up to almost 412,000. Last month in Houston, uh, closed sales volume was down 17%. And the pending sales, which is our closest leading indicator of what closed sales will be next month, uh, that was down 11% year over year. However, where are people going? Renting. So that means leases are up 19% year over here in Houston. And lease prices are up 7%. So a lot of would-be buyers are now moving into becoming renters, right? Uh, because they think when interest rates go down when the truth is all the realtors need to be saying, no, 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 no. You can, you, when interest rates go down, you can just refinance then. You better get yourself a house really quickly because interest rates are not going to be going down anytime soon. So something to think about. In the Austin market, the sales price uh, was up almost 11% to $630,000, whereas the closed sales were down 23% year over year. Austin had one of uh, some of the most meteoric rise uh, over the last two years, but it's also had some of the biggest reductions in terms of year-over-year -year sales as interest rates have gone up in 2022. Pending sales, again, our closest leading indicator, uh, they're down by about 30% versus where they were the same time last year. So that's what, uh, uh, so we'll probably see sales down somewhere between 25 and 30% as we close out uh, um, uh, September for the Austin. Now, uh, the other interesting thing is in Austin, the uh, closed price to the original list price had been somewhere between 102 and 106% of list price throughout 2021 and throughout the first quarter of 2022. Now Austin is looking closer to 96.6% of list price. Uh, so, and then they've seen inventory increase by about 250% in Austin, putting it at a month's of inventory at 2.9. Now, again, that might be a little bit lower, uh, that, that stat might be lower than what it, it's probably higher than that uh, uh, because it's seen such a reduction over the last few months. In the San Antonio market, 
The average price was $391,000, up 12% versus where we were the same time last year. Uh, sales were down 13%, and pending sales are down about uh, uh, close to that 20% range as well. So uh, we're seeing, uh, or almost or in the 15 to 20% range. Leases, however, in San Antonio are up 28% year over year. So again, you're seeing people move into that lease market. Uh, and lease prices up 11% year over year. For uh, Dallas uh, for September, so this is these are the September numbers for Dallas. I see all the cameras coming out now. Uh, the average price was up 11% year over year to 482000 uh, Sales, closed sales were down 17%. Right now there's a 2.4-month supply of inventory in the DFW area, and pending sales are down uh, 20%. Um, active listings at uh, just over 19,000, up 79% versus where we were the same time last year. But we were operating on an unoperable, operable level uh, in 2021. Uh, there were there were not enough homes. Uh, uh, so now we're kind of we're not we're nowhere near a balanced market. But adding 79%, I know that sounds like a big number. Uh, but, but literally like before every house that was put on the market was going multiple offers above list price, the same day it was listed in some cases, sight unseen by buyers just saw it online, send the realtor with earnest money, option money in a contract, much higher above list price. Let's, let's go grab it. Uh, so we're not seeing that like we used to, uh, but, uh, the market is still moving. Uh, just it's down 17%, but 83% are still closing at the same rate, right? Uh, leases are up in uh, the DFW market. Uh, the number of leases are up uh, 22%, with the average lease price up 8% uh, to just over. Uh, so the lease prices are uh, 25 28 So, guys, do you guys get an idea of where we are in the marketplace right now? Or, or are we busy listening to somebody else's conversation? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you have a question. Yes, sir. Uh, how does the interest rate increases that we've seen over the last six months, it affects our sales for sure. So that's why most of the markets have a sales number that's down somewhere between 10 and 25% uh, year over year. Uh, so, so that's how it's affected it. Now, when, what was one of the big things that we noticed about all the numbers that I showed you guys? You need some glasses on uh, uh so, so, so osmar i'm not gonna i'm not asking you i'm asking everyone else who's watching uh, <laughs> prices were up prices were up okay prices are up okay and now now i know you did get in here late because you had to make a stop at the bar uh, but I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding i know that you went to the liquor store instead no <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, price, prices are up in, in all of those markets in fact i'll pop this back on here now what i do want to say and and what what uh, these charts don't describe is that earlier in the year early in the year our prices were up at a much higher rate like january february march we were looking at prices being up 15 to 20%, and we have come down off of some of those prices month over month. But the way that we show the data is year over year because there is that distribution curve of when sales come in and go. Yes, ma'am. Uh, um, so leases are up 22% versus the average lease price only up 8%. 
The demand year over year went up 22%. Yes. The prices are up eight. Well, just, I mean, so, so there's not always a one for one correlation. So for example, if you look at DFW sales, you know, a lot of people might say, well, sales were down. That means price is down. And was that the case? No, uh, not at all. Um, it, that what it depends on is the inventory. So just because we had an increase in the number of lease um, leases, right, doesn't mean that we brought the inventory down so much that it's going to be a 22% increase at, as in the uh, in the lease price, right? But as inventory starts to continue to come down, and that's what we forecast for the lease market, we will see those lease prices continue to go up. So one of the big things that we saw happening in 2008, anybody in here invested in 2008? No one. A couple of you guys. So some, some people found that in 2008, well, this is a property I thought I was going to sell, but instead I ended up holding it as a rental. So some, a lot of people became uh, forced landlords to be able to get through that time period. I see that evolution happening possibly again uh, because of the reduction in sales. And um, uh, so that's something that, that will be a change for us. So uh, great questions, guys. This is available to the public, so you can get it at My Metro Tax um, and the Texas A&M Real Estate Center. So if you go to My Metro Tax, you scroll all the way down to the bottom. There's going to be a market update section, and the Texas A&M Real Estate Center does uh, does it even breaks it down by county uh, in North Texas. Uh, so uh, it's a great it's a great site for all of this data. Good question. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't have any stats I'm presenting tonight around commercial. Uh, but what do you think we're seeing in commercial leases? Are you talking about multifamily leases? Commercial land development. Um, I don't have any stats on that. I can speak to the multifamily market. What are we seeing in the multifamily market in terms of leases? They're going up. The number of leases are going up dramatically. What are we seeing in terms of the average price going up, right? So, you know, every time we think we bought built enough apartment buildings, what do we find out? No, we have not. <laughs> no, you are wrong. No, you can keep building. Uh, so, uh, but I don't have a commercial update for land development, but I can recommend the Texas A&M Real Estate Center. So they just, um, they published several different articles uh, about land development and some of the different um, uh, opportunities and issues around that. Uh, and they're publishing stuff constantly. So it's an excellent source. And they'll break it down by some of the different areas uh, within Texas as well. Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at TexasStarterKit.com.